Yo, yo. What up? What up? Yo. What up? What up? Hey. Hey, welcome. Welcome to Benny's crib. What up? Oh, uh, yeah, just leave your shoes over there. It's cool. Yeah, thanks. Does that sound cool? Yo. Yo, what up? Welcome to Benny's crib. I mean, my goodness, is it, it's just you and me here? What, what, what an occasion. What did I do to deserve such royalty in my presence? Uh, thank you for being here. This is Benny's crib. It's a beautiful day, yo. It's Tuesday, May 26, 2020. I usually drop podcasts on Monday, so apologies if people are looking for one. We'll get to why I didn't drop one a little bit later. I just want to check on you first. Let's get a vibe check. Uh, you know, it's still in quarantine, still really weird. It's nice out when people have been outside more and breaking this shit more, so it's extra weird, but uh, I'm just happy that we can be outside, you know, even in safe ways and safe means, and, you know, I've been visiting my people and my family and out outdoors and even indoors, like, in safe ways, you know, masking up, making sure you, you know, stay the proper distance and shit. I mean, just, just fucking use your common sense, you know? If you, if, you, if you gotta get shit done and do stuff, get it done and do stuff, but be smart about it, yo. And that's it. I hope you're doing well. Um, shout out the sponsors too. Shout out Fire on Four, uh, best damn uh, cannabis in the city of Portland, um, and CBD. Yo. I've been using CBD to help with my anxiety a lot lately, and it's been it's been amazing. So all my medical patients, uh, Fire on Four's got you. And if you need a med card, uh, just hit me up. I know easy ways to get them. Very easy and uh, dope ways. And Maine's uh, Maine's a good place to be a fan of cannabis right now. Also, shout out High Roller Lobster Company. Uh, continuing to just make my weekends great. I've been getting, uh, I've been calling it now, I guess, the Benny Special because I've gotten it the past two Fridays. I get like five beers and a salad. Um, it's quite tremendous uh, duality of health. Um, shout out High Roller Lobster Company always. Go get your motherfucking takeout. And uh, last and certainly not least is uh, Yardy Ting. Shout out Yardy Ting. They hooked me up with the fucking box lunch special for free. They came down and just dropped it off for me. On a whim. What a company. And what a fucking lunch that was. It was rice and chicken. Um, I think it was uh, maybe some cabbage. Cabbage maybe? I don't even know what it was. But it was delicious. Um, and I was just aghast at, again, how much delicious food is being pumped in that facility. So shout out Fire on 4, Yardy Ting, and High Roller Lobster Company. Um, we got a big, uh, big week of music. Got uh, some heavy... Life events and the life of Benny P that we're going to talk about, uh, because the um the theme this week is a pretty um heavy one, but a beautiful one, um one that I think guides me through life and gets me through my moments of pain, and um you know sadness, and that is uh, a the, the idea and the theme of finding beauty in pain. The reason I bring that up is be uh, sorry to you know um I I actually started the podcast just by saying this first, and then I went back and re-edit or re um recorded it because it was just too fucking sad to start the podcast out by saying it, but my uh, childhood pet, like my, the, the cat that I've had for almost 20 years, um, died yesterday, I had to go put it down, um, and I was there, like in the room when it was put down, it was like, the first time I've ever done that, it was a real heavy day, real sad day, and my whole family was grieving, um, you know, we're a, we're a very small family, you know, we, I don't I don't have like a lot of, you know, big family reu- reu- reunions or anything like that, you know, I think I probably have around 10 to 12 people total 
um, in my family, like including both my parents' sides. So it's not that big, and it's a lot of old people, to be honest. <laughs> Shout out my family, though. But anyway, um, and pets are a huge part of that family. And, um, you know, when any of us is sick or when any of us passes away, it's a heavy loss to us all. So uh, that being said, you know, I still felt very um, good about life. And I felt really, you know, strong and inspired. Um, and I have found beautiful moments in, in, in these tough times I've had the past couple of days. So um, that's what, you know, that's what we'll talk about a little bit later. I'm not going to, you know, talk too much about it because, you know, these are pretty short solo episodes. And, uh, you know, I think less is more when it comes to words. It's more message. Um, as you know how much I like the importance of message. But, um, yeah, that's the theme for today. Finding beauty in pain. More on that in just a little bit. But uh, we got to get to the new motherfucking music. We got so much new music. I really cannot believe the amount of new new that we got. So, uh, you know, let's just get into it. And it's almost... Uh, the, like the the power of the names this week for me which pumps me up um there's probably around 10 projects or so that I'm um I'll, I'll shout out but there's really four I want to kind of just break down wholeheartedly first one is going to be code of the friend the album everything now code of the friend is a new york city mc um they he's really gained a lot of popularity in the second half of uh the the last decade now um where I guess we're in, we're in you know the 2020s now but you know I'm thinking of you know 20 you know 15 on is when he really started to get his his um pop and um numbers online so to speak and Coda um dropped a really cool album a really dope album last year called Photo uh had Saba on it um was, I think really um just concise um and uh polished um album front to back and uh, I was like, dope, this is an artist who's making dope music, genuine, from the heart music, and they're talented. I can't wait to see what's next. Now, looking at this new album, Everything, god damn, I'm pumped again. Coda made another good album. Um, I just played it once, but uh, again, it was that like concise, clear, genuine, from the heart hip-hop that I preach, that I love. I just want artists to uh, represent themselves in a genuine way, in a dope way that, you know, shows a little love to the, to the spirit of this shit. But also, um, is, is is unique and modern and doesn't apply to anyone, you know, but them. I love that, and I think Coda, uh, Coda brought that for sure. Um, there's a certain mainstream accessibility to his music. I mean, this shit went number one, you know, and he's independent. It's that's just so dope to me when that can happen, and um. It has this underground appeal, though, too, at the same time. I don't know if it's because he's from New York, and New York is one of the most underground, uh, Papa underground scenes. You know, it's pretty much the hub of underground hip-hop in a way, due to the fact that um, you know, hip-hop was born there. But, um, you know, he has this appeal to, I think, a lot of cats who are on the independent underground game, too, because Coda's got big numbers, and he's definitely not, like, a big industry MC. But I feel like if he wanted to sell out, for lack of a better phrase, and, you know, do really, really poppy hip-hop, he could easily do that. But he makes dope-ass fucking genuine shit, and uh, go play his new album. I was a big fan of that. Next album I was really pumped about comes from an artist who uh, actually has been on this podcast. He's part of the Rubiat, um, who's one of, uh, I think, you know, one of the more talented um, artists in the main hip-hop scene right now, in the main music scene right now, and that is uh, Safari Al. Sal, uh, S dot A-L is how you find it online. But uh, Al did some really cool shit on his new album. It's called Safari Al Fortnights at the Scallops Hotel. The first orange tree was planted in my room. Um, Safari Al, obviously, is you know the artist who I'm speaking of. But Scallops Hotel, if you know, is um, a moniker of Rap Ferreira, formerly known as Milo, and also um, is a producer, the producer um, name that um, Rap Ferreira makes beats under. 
So that being said, you know, Rap Ferreira handled a lot of the beats on this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna call him Scallops Hotel because that's I'm always so bad with scallops. I call I say scallops and scallops. Like I, I don't pick one. Does anyone else have words like that that you don't ever say consistently? If you do, comment uh, when I post this shit and promote it. But uh, isn't that weird how we do that as humans? I mean, I probably say, I'm from fucking Maine and I eat seafood, so I've said scallops so many times. But I can never pronounce it consistently. So, Scallops Hotel. Um, I'm, I'm going to try and do it with an O almost for the rest of the episode. Let's see if I can do it. Scallops Hotel makes most of the beats on here. Um, I'm pretty sure TV Nick um, did some of um, some co-production. But I thought this was a really um, interesting and really fun and really impressive album from um, Safari Al. Um, I thought Al really killed it um, with his rapping. There's a lot of poetic pockets on here. Where he just, you know, lays some of his more, more impressive flows that I've heard. Um, there's this um, almost tantalizing uh, aesthetic or just cadence uh, to his melodies, too, when he incorporates singing. Um, the song specifically, World Speak, and the lead single, Just a Matter of Grin, I was especially impressed by. I thought those were really, really great songs. Again, Scallops Hotel, yes, I'm three for three. Scallops Hotel did an amazing job on the production. Shout out Rap Ferreira. I mean, if, 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 you, if you don't know the Rubiot, I've told you a million times, Rubiot is one of the dopest collectives in all of the game. No one sounds like anybody on that roster, and no roster sounds like that roster. And the circles that that this roster has, like the the, the parts of the game they can touch, it goes deep. I'm talking like it can go back to like I'm pretty sure it goes back to almost a like Project Blowed freestyle fellowship connections. Cause let me look up some shit. There's an artist that you might all hopefully know named Open Mike Eagle, and I'm pretty sure Mike was in that shit. So now I could be very wrong. And if I'm wrong, I'm going to apologize. But let me see. Oh, yes. Mike Eagle is an American hip-hop artist and comedian. He is now LA-based, where he's a member of the collective Project Bloat. Boom. Okay, there we go. Just making sure. Um, pat myself on the back, just because it's hard to remember shit, and I work a lot in like a different job, and I'm running a lot of different ventures. So the fact that I can high A remember these things be is, is tremendous so um give yourself your flowers when you can still smell them shout out the new album by uh safari al production's dumb uh again it's just it's just beautiful poetic unique music um that you know if, if you listen to me describing music i say un unique a lot because i like unique music and i think that's important to make music that sounds unlike anything else meaning you just make music that's so true to you it can't be copied Speaking of a style that exemplifies this trait, I want to talk now about a, a Virginia rapper, a Virginia hip-hop artist, one who just spazzes on the mic, one who, since I've really heard them, I think it was back in 2015, maybe, um, I don't even know when, but I was like, Jesus, this is this is some somebody I need to be tapped into immediately. I'm talking about Silk Money, and that S is with a dollar sign, dollar sign Ilk Money. They're a part of the collective Divine Council. I'm not sure if that's still a collective. I haven't heard much of them doing too, too much music recently, so um, uh, I could be completely wrong, though. Don't quote me on that. But um, Silk Money dropped a really fucking ferocious album um, that I'm honestly, again, surprised that just how he can just balance the style of it's like aggressive wordplay and almost like aggressive storytelling, like, it's just real, like, he's just being, he's bringing it to you, but there's like this, like, calm demeanor of acceptance in his voice, and he's just, like, 
saying heavy, like, wild shit, you know, really technically um, impressive, like, no-holds-bar way, um, and it's just so, like, like I said, the, the, his demeanor is so accepting and calm. <laughs> the album I'm talking about is called Attack of the Future Shocked Flesh-Covered Meat Bags of the 85. Again, Silk Money with a dollar sign, Attack of the Future Shocked Flesh-Covered Meat Bags of the 85. Again, the word is unique. If you want to hear like an artist that, um, or who sounds like no, no one who's, or I'm having a brain fart. Silk Money is an artist who like raps again in a very unique manner. No one is rapping like that. No one is rapping how he flows, and just no one really touches what he's doing in terms of the big unique aesthetic he brings to the table. The song titles that he has are wild too. Uh, I mean, for instance, my favorite song probably off, first, off of first listen was Snort Ashwagandha Root Powder. Shout out Ashwagandha Root. I actually take that shit as a vitamin, so it's just dope that he said that. It's pretty funny. But, um, uh, yeah, man, just I'm, I'm looking at this the album cover, too, and I'm kind of getting lost in my thoughts here just because of how... how much, it's, it's, just, it's, it's such a intoxicating album to me i guess it really just slows me down and makes me feel almost like a little woozy a little drunk i just gotta sit down and get lost in it so uh shout out silk money he's his music has always had that effect on me it's it's always very um grasping and powerful um uh, for instance like the song december by um divine council like i said like the collective that he was a part of that song i didn't think i stopped playing that for like a year after i heard that like that song was like Dude, like, just wild shit. I mean, it got fucking three stacks on it. You know, how, how long does three stacks come out? Um, but yeah, shout out Silk Money. Go check that new album out. The last um, album that I want to break down in depth is going to be um, by a duo called Mother Nature. Mother Nature are a hip-hop duo that I just got into recently. <clears throat> they got a little bit of rap in their style, even a little bit of like a pop, like a touch of almost like electronic in their in their production, but not like much. This is like almost like a little splash I heard. And uh they dropped an album, um it's called Portals. Again, the first time I heard this shit, first time listening to them, and I was really taken aback by their fun energy. And uh it was this 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 album, um, Portals, was poppy, I thought, in the right places. Again, it goes back to, you know, are you unique? Do you bring something to the game, um, sonically, aesthetically, thematically, that is different. That, you know, if not has, or if, you know, it's already been done before, is it at least, you know, with your own twist? Because I should also say that, you know, I guess, at this point in humanity, you know, there's not a lot of original ideas, let's be honest, you know? A lot of it from, a lot of stuff from Big Picture is, um, you know, us just repeating our, ourselves. Um, but when you break down, you know, art at an intricate, fine level, and you find coma, and you, you know, break down, you know, individual artists and songs and works, yeah, then you can really pick apart some small, minor differences. But, uh, you know, I think I think a lot of the best creators that I know will say, you know, a lot of ideas, you know, aren't really original in a way. Um, and a lot of stuff's been thought of before, just in like almost in a different way. So, um, you know, even if you are going to be, you know, homaging styles, you know, so to speak, as long as, you know, you're doing that in a way that has a unique modernized twist to it, perhaps. I, I still even fuck with that. And, uh, you know, I was, again, I was, I was, I definitely fucked with um, the vibe that Mother Nature brought to the table. And I thought they did kind of have their own cool, you know, certain spin, unique um, 
or unique spin and aesthetic to them. Um, and uh, I don't really uh, know where they're from, to be honest. I didn't do too much research on them. I, I just put them on because I thought they were going to be an artist that um, deserved a little bit more a little more exposure, to be honest, and a little bit more, um, a little bit more love, because they fuck, they fucking did a dope job on that album. Uh, they're from Chicago, it looks like. Did my research there. So shout out Mother Nature, the uh, you know irresistible duo from Chicago, as it says in their bio. Um, the two songs that I really stuck with two upon my first listen of their album. Um, the first was um, Q's, just Q hyphen, or I mean, excuse me, Q apostrophe Z, and the second song was uh, Antidote. So, the four albums that I want you to check out that showcase kind of different styles of the game, just different, you know, sounds and a completely different aesthetics and, you know, just the stories of, of, of musicians. We got Code of the Friend, Everything, Sal, and again, that's S period A-L, Safari Al, Fortnite at the Scallops Hotel, The First Orange Tree Was Planted in My Room. Uh, the next album I was talking about was Silk Money. Um, his album, uh, one of the more wild titles that I've had to pronounce lately, is Attack of the Future Shocked Flesh-Covered Meat Bags of the 85. And then make sure you go and peep that dope new album by Mother Nature as well. The album is called Portals with a Z. That wasn't all the music that dropped this week. We got some more of that beautiful music to discuss, some of that new-new. We uh, had um, an album from Styles P. Make sure you go check out the new Styles P. Um, you know, LOX, just a New York legend, just a legend in general of the game. Um, I'm always down for a Ghost Project, so shout out that. There's a new motherfucking Key Glock album, too. Go bump that, yo. Key Glock is one of the hardest out right now in terms of, like, that, uh, you know, aggressive... I fucking hate calling shit this, but just so you guys understand what I'm talking about. Trap music, like, uh, he's got really, you know, heavy, like, just, um pump up style for like good for working out and shit like that at the gym new gunna album came out too um ill bill nems dropped an album young ma dropped an uh, like a little ep i didn't realize it until today too and i'm pretty sure that um camp low and ski or excuse me and pete rock dropped an album too i'll double check but um i'm pretty yeah 80 blocks from tiffany's too came out um it's got an ab soul feature i didn't even notice that holy shit i'm pumped for that Dude, it's got a Mac Miller feature, too. Oh, fuck, dude, I'm gonna cry. Damn, I don't want to see that shit, man. All right, life is still beautiful. All right, actually, perfect segue, yo, actually, perfect segue. So, sh sh look at all that music. Shout out all that music. Um, So much good music was made this week, and, uh, you know, shout out Coda, Sal, Silk Money, and Mother Nature, and all those artists. And now let's get into kind of the heavy, uh, the real, the, uh, the, the important stuff, yo. As I uh, mentioned earlier, yo, um... I had to put down, like, my, my childhood pet. His name was Midnight. He was an all-black cat. He was an OG. Um, many nights we would, like, you know, chill and just kick it. Um, late night, uh, you know, growing up, like I said, I, I got this cat when I was six. I picked him out of a litter when he was a kitten. I remember, like, the first night I had him, he, like, fell asleep in my, in my hands and shit. Um, and it was really cool to have a cat at that age, you know, and grow with it. And uh, this was a fat fucking cat, too. Yo. He was, like, 20 pounds. Um, for a lot of my life, it felt like, and maybe like 15, but still, he, he was, he was fucking huge, and, uh, two nights ago, I, I visited my parents in a safe manner, and, uh, I saw him on the porch, and I went up, and I looked at him, yo, and he just looked in his eye, like, hey, I ain't feeling it no more, and I pet him, and he was very bony, and 
He was breathing, Larry labored, and it fucking killed me. Like, it, I hate, I hate pain and suffering in general. When you see it to animals, god damn it, takes your heart out. And when it's an animal that's your animal, that you take care of, that's like your friend, that's your family, that's like top tier worst feeling. And uh, it was just, it, it was, I don't even want to talk about how fucked up, like, I hate that shit. Like, I don't like to think about how, how uh, you know, animals must feel in those situations. And uh, I knew it was pretty much time for him. And my family reached out to me yesterday on Memorial Day, you know, uh, and said, I think we got to put him down. And, uh, you know, I went to the vet with my family and, uh, you know, it was the first time I ever experienced something like this. It was one of the heaviest things I ever did. He uh, was like in, wrapped up in a little towel and, he, you know, I, again, I felt him. He was he was barely breathing. He could barely breathe so much like his, his mouth was open. So we had to like, you know, breathe like with his mouth almost. And the doctors came in and like, you know, euthanized him with shots and shit. And the reason why I'm saying this is because it's just real. Like life is real. Life is pain sometimes. And um, it was it was so... Uh, it was so heavy, just, you know, like, I was holding his little paws in my hand, and, like, petting him, consoling him, as, you know, they put him to sleep, and it was very, it was very beautiful, to be honest, like, you're like, what the fuck, yo, did you say beautiful? It was very beautiful, to be honest, because, you know, I look at life in a certain way, I think, again, about what I can control and what I can't control, and this was a, this was a brother to me, you know, and a lot, a lot of nights, you know, I know it's kind of silly to, you know, if, if you don't, you know, get, you know, the if you don't have bonds with animals, maybe, but, uh, if you got a bond with an animal, you know that shit is that shit is your, your kin, and uh, I think animals show us about the beauty of nature and the power of feeling and the power of expression without talking in a way. You know, that's why I love animals. That's why I love nature because it shows me so much without saying anything. And humans do the fucking opposite sometimes, most of the time, man. How many humans you know just talk, 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 talk all day? Like it's almost like you know you put a quarter in them at 8 a.m. and they could talk all the way till 8 p.m. And that's just all what they do. All they're like a machine. They don't back up any of that shit, though. Nature don't do that. Nature's the exact opposite. Animals be the exact opposite. So that's why I have so much love for them. And, uh, you know, it was such a heavy moment to, you know, um, do that yesterday. And the reason why I say it was beautiful was because, you know, I knew that, like, you know, I don't want to see you in pain. I don't, I don't want to see you hurting. You you know, it's, it's your time to go. And as much as it's going to hurt me, my pain that I'm feeling emotionally is probably not even a smidgen of what you feel physically, you know. And that's why I felt so calm and uh, powerful, and uh, I did feel that beauty yesterday when he when he when he went to sleep, and uh, you know even that being home and like being with my family afterwards, it was so tough. You know, I like I had to I had him in a box. You know, I wrapped him up in one of my shirts and like had him in a box, and this was like you know this is my little homie, this was my guy from like age six to age. Guess how old I am now? Twenty six, bro. Motherfucker almost made it to like twenty years, um, and I just you know. Had the realization of, you know, Jesus Crow, yo, like, when 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 death happens, when really sad shit happens to us, if you start to feel and you let those waves hit you, you're going to feel some sad shit. You're going to feel that pain for real. But there is that light in that pain. There's that there's that wisdom in that pain. There's that there's that beauty in that pain. And even last night, I sat home in my recliner, and I tried to just, you know, breathe and block it out, but I couldn't. I'm like, just let it hit you, yo. And the first thing I felt was this, like, immediate, uh, this, like, stab in my gut. And then I'm like, well, feel it. Like, what what does today say about you? You know, you knew, and we all know we all die one day. Every animal, every pet, every person, they all, we all die. But you know what doesn't die? The strength of an individual. Because that is inspirational. That gets sent to your family, your friends, even people you don't know. How many people are fucking motivated 
by people that aren't even physically in our lives. So many. Me, yo. All the fucking hip-hop I play, I've never... Barring my 207 homies, I ain't met 98% of the hip-hop I probably bump. And the artists that I bump, if not 99%. So, you know, strength is inspiring, yo. And it's it's powerful. And it, you, can't, you can't kill that. You can't kill the spirit of a strong individual. And last night when I was in that recliner, you know, I, I felt that immediate, you know, stab in the gut, like I said. But once it really hit me, I, I kind of just jolted up and I... And I, and I kind of sat up straight, and I was like, nah, man, you know what you gained today? You lost a kitten. You lost your cat. You lost a friend, right? You lost a family member. You know what you gained infinitely more than anything? Strength and knowledge of self that you have that strength. And that shit blew my fucking mind, yo. And that's why I think it's important to feel these things and be real about emotion, because when we go through shit, it's hard. But if you let that pain hits you deep down inside of you hopefully life will throw a motherfucking beacon of light at you and be like boom here's something you didn't know about yourself that's really inspiring you think you know you you, you thought this was going to be a really tough moment and look how strong you were look how much you persevered for this and look at where you are now you got this and you always had this you know to quote an artist you know who i mentioned earlier um that you know unfortunately pat has passed but uh it's one of my favorite uh, fucking sentences they ever said you make your mistakes, your mistakes never make you. You know? It's just very important things to say. And very important things to understand. Even if there's darkness, still gonna be light in there sometimes. And there is beauty and pain. And although my, you know, my cat midnight, R.I.P., is uh, gone, I still felt so much appreciation just to have my family and just to have his, me his memory and just to know that, you know, I can handle a really tough situation and make those calls and, uh, push through the pain to do what's right so you know sorry to drop a heavy like oh this is kind of sad bomb on you but i mean it ain't always motherfucking butterflies and pancakes and rainbows and shit there's a balance of life and there's duality of this life and uh you know fucked up shit happens every day and it's it's not it's it's not something i want to ever ignore i don't want to live in delusion but at the same time i don't want to ever live in depression i don't really ever want to um you know just let the darkness of life make you not believe in the light. And that's why I think it's so important to talk about this shit. So mad love to you for, you know, letting me talk to you about this and letting me, uh, you know, bring you the real and bring you some emotions. Um, yeah, so pretty much uh, that's 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 the cast, yo. Um, be thankful for music. Be thankful for life. Understand that, you know, even if it's um a different kind of pain, like we're all like in a spiritual pain right now because we can't go out. And we can't, um, you know, do anything really that we want to do. And there, obviously there's a lot of like fucked up, uh, you know, weird political shit going on right now too. And that's not another reason to freak out either. We just got to be prepared, keep your head up, be alert, and, 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 and cover your ass, yo. That's really all I can say. Um, rest in peace to George Floyd. Um, please uh, just continue to take care of yourself. I love you. Go check out all the new music that came out this week. Shout out the sponsors, Fire on 4. Shout out Hyrule Lobster Company. And shout out Yardy Ting. I hope this wasn't too... Um, oh, actually, you know what? You know what? You know what? I did fuck up here. Um, I didn't talk about what I want to look forward to because there's some cool shit that's coming up that I'm pumped for. So, A, um, I hope I didn't put a damper on your night or whenever you're listening to this. But, again, 
you got to be real about life, yo. At least I think you do over here at Benny's Crib. Um, and B, there's some cool shit coming up. First, Graphic Melee's dropping an album on Friday. One of my favorite producers in the 207. A good friend of mine um, as well. Um, someone who just puts on dope sets. And uh, a lot of love to Graphic Melee. Thanks for DJing my first show ever too, man. You're a real one. So go check that album out on Friday. Med Honey just dropped an album tonight that I am so excited for. Um, or I guess it came out last night at midnight, so it came out officially just today, but I am so pumped to, um, listen to that. Med Honey is one of, I think, the most talented artists in New York right now. Um, it's M-E-D-H-A-N-E, that's how you spell their name. Um, just, again, stupid talented. Um, I'm so pumped to listen to the album Cold Water. Um, yeah, and that's gonna be, um, the second thing I'm pumped for. Third thing I'm pumped for would be... The UFC event on Saturday, the main event is Tyron Woodley versus Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns is a jiu-jitsu specialist who uh, won a, his last fight in explosive uh, striking fashion. And Tyron Woodley is one of the greatest welterweights of the modern UFC era, if not all time. Barring a pretty tough loss to the current champion, he uh, had a really good run as champion. And uh, I'm pumped to see this fight. I think that Tyron Woodley should have it. But Gilbert Burns is never someone you can uh, ride out, especially after we saw how much his striking has looked like it's improved and his jiu-jitsu game could be a tough match for any wrestler. But uh, I think I think Tyron's just a little bit up there in um, tenure. But who knows? I think it's anybody's fight still. And uh, hopefully, uh, if you fuck with UFC, you liked hearing what I had to say. Um, that's it for the show, though. Mad love to you always. Um... Rest in peace to my homie Midnight. That's why we didn't do the podcast last night. Appreciate y'all listening um, and um, just being cool with me dropping it on Tuesday instead of this week. Please stay safe out there. Please remember that even in the tough times, there's beauty in life and that, you know, we're never alone. Uh, I know I'm never alone because Fire on 4, Huddle or Lobster Company, and Yachty Ting always got my back. I got a lot of love for them. Uh, keep being awesome, everybody. Keep checking on your people and that's it we'll see you next time uh check out the new music support the artists buy their merch buy their vinyl uh donate to their cash apps and their venmos directly and uh buy from their band camp especially on the days where there's no profit sharing i love you very much and i'll see you on friday peace